Would either of us like it? <laughs> no. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Patron Cast Pod for Patreon patrons, or the A to Z H PCPFPP for short. If you are listening to this, I'd like to start by thanking you for being a patron of ours, except in this case, it's going out to our entire feed, so welcome everybody, happy holidays. We're thrilled to have you on board. taste of the bonus cast for Woo! you. Woo, bonus cast. It doesn't normally sound You bad. know, because we provide so many bonus casts throughout the year. It's been a year. We've got our usual crew this time around. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm joined this weekend every week by two dudes who are active participants in the war on Christmas. It's Jack and Jake. Woo! I'll stop warring Whoa. against Christmas when it stops encroaching on Halloween. That's fair. I'm warring against the war against Stroopwafels. Yeah, it's, I've made this like, very clear. You're on like the northern front of the war on Christmas. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just pro Stroopwafels bastion. You're like the, yeah. the, the border tribes. Yeah. I also yeah. think that that Jack has a good point. Christmas is probably the most imperialistic holiday, so it kind of <laughs> makes sense to maybe push back against this a little bit. It's illegal encroachment on Halloween. Welcome back to our semi-monthly asterisk oh, casting. <laughs> Just saying when we can. Look, it's been a year. To our occasional cast, where we dive into the other parts of the horror world that don't quite fit into the regular cast this week on the A to Z H PCP FPP. We're going to spend some time unpacking a few of the movies that we've watched to round out the end of 2021. Now, normally, as I've already said, this would be something that we put in the uh, Patreon-specific feed. But as we did last year, tis the season of charity and giving. Uh, and we also have, what, a few dozen movies to talk about? So this isn't yeah. going to fit on the regular yeah, cast. Yeah, Not yeah. at all. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> can I say one more thing? Normally, this would be in rocking horror worlds but notably i think it's been three months since we've had one of those because <laughs> every fucking June. episode is like oh <laughs> we, we we essentially just released the episodes when the horror release roundup comes out now so we're gonna have to get back on we're it back something. on it we're back on you, we, it. <laughs> wait until you hear starting ja- now <laughs> <laughs> wait until jack has his new year's resolution you don't know when this is going to get released so it might be accurate <laughs> by the time true. this gets released that is true this is all nonsense so let's get right into it who wants to start i'm Mark, sure we all we need to movies. address an elephant in the room first. Oh. We are here in person. Oh, yeah. That's why this We're, sounds like garbage. And all, but also, it's why my energy is so much higher. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's you're so screaming fun. louder than normal. <laughs> and you're sweating much less than normal. Ooh, it's nice and cool here in Boise. No, it's not. It's, it's actually very warm in this room. In this <laughs> yeah, room. it is actually pretty warm in this room. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be shedding layers throughout this entire cast. So. Yeah, I think so. All right. Who wants to go first? I guess, well, let's let's go by the normal rules here. Do we have anything for Lost, Fe- Lost Beers for Fears? I have four to talk about oh, in God. Lost Beers for Fears. <laughs> okay. Cue Scatman. Nope. Sound effect first, then Scatman later. Ah, Scatman here too. Okay. Cue that sound effect. <laughs> Whatever. I don't normally do this part. Mmm. <laughs> beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What an idiot! You suck, you jackass. Scatman's world. All right, so the first one I want to talk about is I lost the Beers for Fears poll for Ratter. And when did that episode come out? (laughs) June. August, I don't know. June, okay. We're going to say June. (laughs) I had to watch the movie P2, which is like a late 2000s. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't remember what this was. Uh, Real bad. It sucks. This is like a woman gets menaced in a parking garage is the general conceit. This this is the one they're making fun of in the Sunny episode. This might be the single tropiest horror movie I've ever seen. Well, wrong, because I have one on my list that's (laughs) a paint-by-numbers thing. But this is a scene that like every, every... 
it's, it was actually written by Alexander Aha, so I'm surprised it's as tropey as it is. But he he plays with tropes. He also, it's effectively super shows. early in his career. I mean, yeah. this was what did you say, 2004, 2009, seven, oh, I think. Nine, nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. This is a movie where, as when you're like when every scene starts, if you come up with your top three list of things you expect to have happened based on horror movie rules and tropes, one of those three things is guaranteed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love it. I watched it on Hulu. It is free on Hulu. Uh, it also felt to me like it has the wrong level of gore. Like, it's a little bit too much for just a thriller, but not enough to really get anything going on the if you enjoy the gore thing. Yeah, I want to say this was PG-13. I don't know. It feels like it was just a little beyond PG-13, but, but like that PG didn't really 15. do anything with its R. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way to look it up. I, yeah. I certainly wouldn't know how. You can't. You can't. So that's the first one. Don't recommend it, but whatever. Uh, second one, I, well, I lost for Get Out. I don't remember when we re- released that episode. Probably also June. These are in order. So um, I had to watch The Last Exorcism. Which is a found footage exorcism movie. Surprisingly good. Wait, this is the one where they're on like a TV stage or whatever, right? They do like a YouTube yeah, channel. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This one, yeah, this is a banger. I love this yeah, movie. Yeah, this movie, I was, I was based on the name and me not remembering it, I was expecting absolute dog shit uh, going into it, which may have very much Fair. helped uh, my Fair enjoyment assessment. of it. Um, but it was surprisingly good. The, ref- the effects were good and surprisingly like restrained in terms of the actual exorcism-y stuff that happens, the bending over, you know what I mean? Like exorcism oh, yeah, movies yeah, yeah. typically follow a pattern, and this was surprisingly restrained on that. This was also free to rent on Tubi. Um I want to say this is also on Shutter, isn't it? I thought this was one of those Shutter exclusives. I have in my notes here that I watched it on Tubi. Okay, uh, well, <laughs> probably a bunch of places. Listener, probably. I think you should check Shutter first because that would be the version without commercials. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't. It's not a great movie, but if you really like exorcism movies, this is one of the more watchable yeah. ones in recent memory. I would. I mean, I think this was one of the better movies of last year. Is definitely in my top ten, and it was Jake's recommendation to me. Okay. To watch this year, I think I might be getting years mixed up, but I think you do have the years mixed up. Okay. But it's it, it it's did. a recent movie. Yeah. yeah. I think this was last year. 2019. Back. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, either way, a uh, good movie. Go check it out. I liked that one. Uh, the next one I lost for Fright Night. Um, and I had to watch Nine Seven Six Evil, which yeah. I think is Robert Englund's like big directorial debut. Maybe, but the poll was created because all of all three of the options had uh, the Evil Ed actor. Gotcha, featured, featured or at least playing a decently prominent role. I got this you. one certainly was. Now, yes, yes, it was. Has Evil Ed ever directed? Because that's the directorial <laughs> that's what debut you that I see. want. I'll tell you what, Robert Englund is a much better Freddy Krueger than he is a director. This movie stinks. <laughs> It just has nothing to offer. How's like Evil Ed? Uh, bad. No, he's great. <laughs> Wrong. I actually haven't even seen it's this It's also movie. not entirely his fault. There's, like, no characters in, like, the quote-unquote characters all blend together. They're all the exact same It's traits. him just like, walking just, through an empty landscape. Much. It's, it's not good. I didn't like this movie. Really nothing to offer here. Sure. Uh, last one I have to talk about. I lost for The Fog. And I had to watch The Forever Purge, and I don't fucking know why that is, but <laughs> um, I had to fucking rent this thing for like six ninety nine or something. Nice. These movies, so I think we all like the first Purge movie. Mm-hmm. Mark, yeah. you and I kind of like the sequels because they're just dumb action movies, but they're pretty fun. Yes. Here we have... <laughs> election Night had a drone that chased people. The writing is getting worse and the action is getting worse, so it's not really horror anymore and it's barely action anymore like it's the action is much stupider this movie sucks so it's a drama now what 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 genre has this evolved into i don't know parody 
<laughs> allegory. It sucks. It's really bad. Cautionary tale. Yeah. Hubris. It's, just, it's not good. Uh, the social commentary is like attempting to get more nuanced and they are, they do not have the writing ability to make it more nuanced. So it's just all around pretty rough. I didn't enjoy it. That's all I have to talk about. Let's cue Scatman. Wait, I have stuff. Yeah, what? Oh, you think shit. we don't wow. have anything? You said you didn't, Jake. I do though. I, I lied. I actually oh watched God. something forgetting that I had... <laughs> Forgetting that I had given myself a poll of things that I just wanted to watch before the end of the year. Okay. Well, why don't you jump into that well, one? Well, also, for the record, for? last time we did this, you talked about a movie, two different movies you watched that you did not have to watch for Pierce for Fears. So just... Uh... No, that's a nuance. I think you're splitting hairs right now. <laughs> He's not a good enough writer to yeah, no. that nuance. So though, mine, so. Uh, the movie that I lost for was The Perfection, and I actually liked the, We're not getting into the beer selections, but I gave myself a list of three movies that I wanted to watch for the end of the year. The one that won was Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, nice. I was always going to watch this movie. <laughs> I did watch it. It's been a bit now. Uh, I'm It's at least a month. But that being said, this is more or less what I expected it to be, especially after hearing both of your non-spoilery discussions of it. Yeah. I, I think I landed in basically the same... And we're still same... trying not to spoil things, for the record. Oh, totally. As we yeah. talk about more 2021 stuff. I landed... Pretty much where you guys did, I think. Like, this is a really well-constructed movie. Obviously, the people that are pulling the strings here know what they're doing. And yeah. it's it's kind of just like a big hitter horror movie. Like, it, it's not doing anything outrageously inventive. It's not doing anything that I would say is overly, like, risk-taking, if you wanted to think about that in another way. But it is exceptionally well-made. It's well acted by a lot of like really big name people that most people, even if you're not a huge horror fan, would know if they're going to go get a butt in a seat in a theater. And it is immersive because of all of those things that I just said. Totally. Beautifully shot. Yeah. Now, it does, I think, fail to live up to the first movie, but that's kind of... I don't, know that's, the, I don't know that's the assignment here. But I, also, I like the direction it it's going. It doesn't the first. I agree. It sure doesn't. I yeah. like the direction yeah. it's going, and that's exactly what I was just going to say. I think it kind of needed to break the, apart from that. Now, the, the one little quibble that I would say I have most with this movie is, of all the things that were given away for this before its release or around the time of release, even if you were trying to avoid spoilers, a decent... I think the best part of this movie was the flashback to like what happened right before, and that happens like basically at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. yeah. We all saw that shit before anyone would have seen the movie. So having to kind of not wade through the rest, but having none of the rest really be as cool as that, in my opinion, both speaks to how incredible. Yeah. Both speaks to how like that was already in the vision of like what a quiet place is. And so them adding on to it, not only built around what that story was, but it, it, and then I think the rest of this was tacked on, but also like, for the rest of the movie, you're just kind of like, I've, I've seen it now. Like, whatever. The, the, I'm here. The infamous whiteboard makes a cameo appearance. Yeah, it does. Yep. <laughs> Was expecting it. You gotta have it. Was not surprised when I saw it. Uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. People should watch it, but it's not going to, like, absolutely knock your socks off. It's just kind of, like, down the middle, go to the theater horror. Sure. I agree. Okay. I think that leaves me on uh, Rocky, or not Rocking Horror World, specifically Beers for Fears. I had to watch The Invisible Man. I think I'm just going to make I this I did, up. too. I haven't done it, though. Okay. I'm, I, what did we lose for? Was it uh, this Black was Lagoon? This was for... I bet it was for Black Lagoon. This, was for, this was for Tone Deaf. Oh. Weird. I okay. need to look up some of the justifications. I've been <laughs> trying, but I'm falling behind. <laughs> so this is the 1933 Clark Gaines is The Invisible Man. Uh, which always gets me singing that line from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, <laughs> I have a question for you, Jack. Oh, it is a horror legal corner. Yes, sir. Why is this not in the public domain? I had to pay to rent this. 
yeah, I don't understand, and I don't know. I mean, because is what, it Disney's fault? I'm sure it's Disney's <laughs> fault. But uh, the copyright law is 75 years past the death of the creator, the death of the is that what the it author. is? Oh, well, it should be way past. There's, that there's, there's, the there's, author or like the director, the 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 it would creative be the writer force behind the work. Wouldn't it be the and writer of the movie there's script? A thousand exceptions. So I don't know why, but Mark, I will look into it for you. Okay, please do. I would like to sue to get my three dollars back. Not that it's a bad movie. I just feel like on principle, I shouldn't have to pay three dollars. Like, Thirty. Three, 33. 33. Can I uh, can I let you in on why this movie was selected? Please do. So uh, this was a huge pull dump that I was doing as I was starting to fly back. Or no, I was just, I don't know when, whatever. <laughs> it was around the time of my honeymoon. And the reason was, <laughs> was fuck it. we had reviewed Your the movie. <laughs> Here's how I shoehorn this in. What feels, it's we shared the Elfer movie. We reviewed what feels like a lifetime ago. Let's have them watch a movie that was actually made a lifetime ago. The average life expectancy is about 80. So let's pick a movie from 80 years ago. So fuck it. <laughs> but for a reason yeah hey <laughs> controlled fuck it yeah <laughs> controlled fuck it controlled Mark. fuck it uh i don't really know how to go off that but uh, one of the things that's interesting here so on balance i would say this is a classic movie for a reason part of it is that it's you know within the universal pictures like classic monsters oeuvre and there are a bunch of scenes from this movie that are absolutely iconic yeah like effects that were happening in 1933. I mean, this movie looks really good mm-hmm. considering that there is an invisible person on screen or, I mean, you know, supposedly. <laughs> I would like to know more about all of the kind of like tricks that they utilize right. on set right. because I mean, it is, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it is, it looks really interesting. Yeah. Some of that, some of it's obviously like wireframe stuff mm-hmm. that they're doing. Um, and then probably yeah. just since it's a black and white movie, you could do that th- stuff where you like Kabuki theater kind of stuff. You, well, I don't know what you're saying, but you basically, you like paint. It's almost like pre green screen thing. Like you use a color yeah. and then you, when you're shooting, you use the lights of the same color. Since it's a black and white movie, you can't see that. Kabuki but theater is like the, the uh, I think traditionally Japanese <clears throat> plays right. where they'll show like a, a person, it's a black background. And then like the dragon is a person in a full black bodysuit is like holding the dragon to make it fly. Yeah. So okay. So you got to get it stuff. to blend in the background. And yeah, obviously ish. there's some like sculpture and stuff happening here too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, overall really impressive movie from a, from an effect standpoint, given its age and, uh, the Invisible Man's kind of just a dick. Like, that's oh, the he's other a, funny such thing. an asshole. <laughs> All the other classic monsters in yeah. the in the Universal Pictures compendium are like misunderstood tragic beasts. figure. Yeah. Like, like Dracula is probably the only other one that's actually kind of a dick. But at least he follows rules. He's a bit of a gentleman. This guy's I mean, just I mean, an asshole. That was the case Hyde in the book is kind a of an asshole too, and it kind of makes sense. Like when you think about the remake of Invisible Man, like that, that's probably the only part he like really borrowed from. Yeah, it was sure. just the Invisible Man sucks being a preposterous <laughs> douchebag. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I'd say here that was a very interesting time capsule is at the very beginning of the movie. This movie is sponsored by the NRA. Here's why. Wait, wait, wait. Hold your reaction. Mm. The NRA is the National Recovery Act. So they have a big eagle. I mean, it looks like it should be the National Rifle Association logo. I had to look it up. Um, There's like this eagle with its arms spread and stuff like this, and like this big kind of like Superman badge shaped thing. Sure, yeah. Sponsored by the NRA, and this was this was a uh, obviously of the 1930s Recovery Act for the Great Depression of hiring funding artists and funding artists and and create like funding projects to create jobs um and i so i went on a little bit of a deep dive there you like the people who signed on to the legislation would put that stamp in their like front window so that people who were in support of you know like the the democratic policies under fdr to create jobs could favor those businesses over others and then they put this at the beginning of a bunch of hollywood franchises as well so i don't know that was a fun weird echo from the past that is cool i like that uh anyways that was the invisible man 
It's, yeah, it's a classic. It is weird that this one doesn't get talked about as much as the other, like, classic Universal movies, you know? This one kind of flies under the radar a little bit. Um, what would you say are the most talked about ones? Dracula, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein. Phantom of the Opera, Frankenstein. I get, well, wait, is Phantom of the Opera a Universal Pictures thing? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but I'd put, I know. I'd put Phantom of the Opera and, like, Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Like down Nailed here, down here with him. <laughs> I'd put those three as like B tier if we were doing a tier list. Sure. Um, and maybe Heck, Jekyll and Hyde in that same B tier. Yeah. Jekyll and Hyde might be C tier. They're talking about even less. Doctor yeah. Heckle and Mister Jive. <laughs> so Men at Work song. That is. Give me a minute. It'll come to me. I think Anyways, it's a Men at Work song. Sure. Whatever. What else? That is it for uh, for Lost Beers. Cue it. Me. It was just the one. Cue it. Cue it. Scatman's world. All right, so that'll bring us back around to just our extracurricular rocking horror worlds movies. I haven't stopped to count, but I have. I don't know how many. to do this. Can we? How do we do this? Nine, not? nine, eight. I have a bunch. How do we make this not painful? Cap. Uh, no, we're not. No, no, cap. we're, we're going to get to all, all of them. No, the time's wrong with you. Time cap sounds fine. Time cap. Um, there's only one non 2021 movie I have. I'd like to put up there first. <clears throat> yeah, it dude, was a that's... recommendation from Mark from last year. <sighs> yep. uh, oh God, I, I have these about two. About a month and a half ago, I, I watched these two. Scare me. Uh, which is oh, available yeah. on yeah. Shutter. Mm-hmm. This is the Chris Red vehicle um, about uh, you know writers go to the woods and tell each other scary stories. This was really fun. This one was delightful. Movie fucking rules. It I seemed love like it was going to be so stupid. I'll tell you what really sold it for me: the really subtle sound effects that the makers of the movie put in when the people are telling their stories is fan fucking tastic, and it's also really funny. This is a very well written movie. And yeah, and I mean. Just tour de force performances from the Absolutely. three actors. Absolutely, I think my favorite line was the, the guy's telling his story um, right before the the woman tells her story about the grandpa and the the little girl. But he's telling his story. He's like, and then the guy on the street turns around and he sees Ben Franklin. I'm bad with names. And then the guy gets up. It's just, it's just, <laughs> the comedy in here is amazing. It's just really well done, well performed, uh, and very well written. I loved this movie. Great recommendation, Mark. Thank you, thank you. I knew you'd like that movie a lot. I'm yeah. glad you. Waited it's a hard sell though, because like they don't like. I was confused when I was talking to you about it. I was like, wait, and they just tell stories? Like they don't <laughs> do flashbacks to show you the story. No, there's just people just talking to talking. each other for 90 minutes. It's really great. It's really great. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. very much enjoyed it. It's on Shutter. Thanks, Shutter. Okay, Mark, do you have any of those we recommended you movies from last year to finish up on? I sure do. So okay. first off, this was not a 2020 recommendation, so I'm breaking format here slightly. This was a 2019 recommendation from Jack. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Wait, hey, hold on. Did you, did you fuck up and not finish his recommendation? No, or was it like his backup recommendation? It was, I do, that was two years ago. I can't so did remember. you not do it? Did I just didn't. We, we Dude, listen to last year's Omnibus. I'm not, I, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> we I talked am, about this at, I like, well, tell me what we gonna. talked about. I wasn't gonna. I didn't end up watching it because it is a I don't like I was never in the mood to watch like a two hour this long evolution right evolution okay evolution. Evolution. fine uh, fine I wasn't in the mood to watch a like cerebral slow burn French movie I thought it might have been fair first of all I thought it might have been the backup because like we don't require ourselves to watch the backup recommendations or at least well I mean we always I have I, I'm, I'm the mm, only fuck, one who's... I didn't watch either of your backups this year uh oh okay well they were great so well talk about it i might watch i mean we year. recommend movies to each other because the other person <sighs> okay like fine i might have to watch the backups that's talk about said, it in a minute jesus <laughs> evolution 
sucked on ice. <laughs> I don't know why you recommend it. <laughs> you asshole, you're like, they're all great. <clears throat> they are Except all great. Except for this one. Except for this one. I like this movie. This, I think you meant to recommend this to Jake because it would have made a hell of a lot more sense Maybe. for his wheelhouse. Maybe I did. I was very drunk when this recommendation happened. I, this, I mean, this is cerebral, slow burn, French That's me. experimental film. Except for the French thing. <laughs> yeah. Except well, a lot of really like cool, foreign. slow, experimental, and not slow, experimental you, is French. So I like French love film. Raw. Raw was French. Oh, Raw was great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the French make really interesting shit. Maybe I did need to recommend this to Jake. <laughs> uh, this was, yeah, I got like heavy cure for wellness vibes, which I still think I still I don't the like that one. movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. I don't think you've ever I watched, talked about I, it. I might have forgotten. I, I don't, clearly I don't keep track anymore, dude. <laughs> I watched it last year. Year. It's, it's an IFC. Well, yeah, it came out a while ago. It's an IFC. This is Evolution is an IFC Midnight production that feels very A24, which is why I think Jake would like it because he likes things that feel like they're A24. But aren't. <laughs> but aren't. Yeah, notably doesn't Critically. like A24 movies. It's but... like 75 <clears throat> minutes or something. I liked that part, too. I'd have to go back and look. It felt like it was an age of man long. <laughs> Um, it's yeah. like, it's just an inscrutable weird movie about a kid who is turning into a starfish or I don't fucking he's not know. Turdy. He's a sickly boy. He's a sickly, a sickly boy. boy. Cult coastal village. There are starfish. There are starfish. And I remember this from the trailer. Allegory or something in there. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing really happens. Mark clearly watched the movie. <laughs> well, I did. It just happened to be in fucking November. The beginning yeah. of November yeah. was when I watched this movie. So yeah, yeah the details. I got some of those on here. We all are like, what? Bit. Yeah. Um, not my favorite. Okay. Not my favorite sorry recommendation. For the recommend, Mark. I'm sorry for the recommend. <laughs> oh my god! Is that my turn then? That is your turn. Cool. So uh, the ones that were recommended to me from last year that I did not watch because I only watched your top recommends this year. Jack, you recommended me one br. Yeah. Didn't watch it. Okay. If I need, if I need to, I so will. Fuck you. Mark recommended me Sea Fever. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that. You would like that movie. I a might lot. watch it. Sea Fever was great. I watched uh, The Lodge. For the record, Mark, you recommended to me Run. Uh-huh. It's been on my list to watch, but something has come up at my in-laws' house like all this week. I've been trying to <laughs> yeah. watch it. I think okay. I've rented it twice. Well, yeah. we shouldn't have to rent it. It's free on Hulu. Uh, maybe. I mean, I've rented something twice and intended <laughs> to watch it. Okay. Anyway, I watched The Lodge, which is Mark's other rec- his recommendation like this summer and talked about it already. Yeah. Uh, I watched yours like a week ago, maybe. Okay. Uh, yours was Relic. Oh, And yeah. I totally understand why you recommended yeah. this to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's good. It is. It's really good. It's really sad. It's yes. really Babadooky, yep. and um, I I liked I liked it. It's it's Babadooky, but it has a lot more like bump in the night haunted house creepy stuff going on. I, than Babadook yeah. did yes, and well, I mean Babadook had a lot of that. it. It did, true. but the and because this is my probably only complaint with the movie. I think that where this one had more of that, it didn't back it up with explaining how this would necessarily work. Sure. It just had it. No, absolutely. Uh, there are numerous... It's much more allegorical. It... W- I, mean, I think that that's how in it. Is that what you're saying? I think that that's no. both how... That's kind of how the Babadook was as well. Absolutely. But this one, Relic, is much more of a like... No, it just, they're just trying to yeah, allude to yeah. an experience. I, I, I was willing to let it slide. Yeah. Um, that being said, like I, I think that if if you are someone, and I, a lot of people out there are, who has dealt in family with things like dementia and how that can impact you, this is going to hit even harder. Yeah. Uh, it certainly did for me. That that being said, like I don't think you should shy away from it if it has been an experience you've had. It's a really good movie. It's well made. I forget the director. I had it up, and then my computer went to sleep. I'm going to hold on. Pause. I got to at least give a shout out to the name. The Relic from 1997. That's the movie you should have <laughs> Natalie, read. Natalie Erica James. Thank you, Natalie Erica James. Yeah. 
really good movie. I also thought the ending was pretty smart. I don't know. It, it ended in a way that a lot of horror movies like to end with a, a bit of a, I don't want to call it a cliffhanger. Sure. Uh, a little sm- wry smile, a tilted smile. And I, I, I liked it. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah. Good. Glad that one went better than uh, Evolution. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Relic is really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just regular? Movies? Now we're, we're just doing, doing 2021s. Okay. I got a bunch of these. <laughs> uh, I'll start because uh, I think this might be on one or both of your lists. Last Night in Soho. I know yep. you have. You both had it on We your watched list. it together. We watched this together. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't love this. I don't disagree. Fair assessment. This movie is a mess. And I, I, was, I liked Not Loved. Yeah. I had high expectations because I fucking love Edgar Wright. Yeah. Uh, this was my movie of the year for like two years, and then <laughs> famously, it wasn't mine once we got to this year. It was kind of a mess, this movie. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't cool call it a mess. stuff, cool motifs, really cool visuals. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a mess for me. The second half I think, doesn't work. I think it's well-directed, well-edited. It all looks phenomenal. That being said, I'm talking about like technical editing. I'm okay. not necessarily yeah, saying like how you. the story was right, dropped. Right, I think right. I think the writing, scene to scene editing, the way yeah, the the scene to scene, the continuity, the writing, all of that stuff. Well, and within scene editing, are yeah, are where you could have some questions. Like how that sticks together from a thematic standpoint is not necessarily its strong suit. Its yeah. strong suit is like typical Edgar Wright style, interesting editing and technical prowess. That's all there. Definitely, so- uh, soundtrack and score, amazing, amazing, yeah. I should have looked this up beforehand, but was he also was Edgar Wright also the writer of it? Because I'm it up sure he was. Too. Let's see, screenplay by Edgar Wright and yeah. Kathy Wilson Cairns. Okay, I was willing to give him much Christy Wilson Cairns much more of the benefit of the doubt here, but I guess if he was the writer of it, then that's a bigger problem. Yeah, because he's he's like he's a master of big cinema. Like he makes these fantastic, kinetic, beautiful looking. Like set pieces, and then ties them together tightly and funly. Like, yeah, I mean, he's probably, he's he's arguably one of the best editors out there. Yeah, uh, he just happens. Baby to also Driver be a deserved an Oscar. Yes, one hundred percent. Well, and the original Cornetto trilogy are immaculately made from a Absolutely. film perspective, Absolutely. regardless of whether or not the worst will film, ever get a yeah, spotlight. But the worst film in the Cornetto trilogy is very good. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And the best film is phenomenal all timer. The so. his co writer on Last Night in Soho, Christy Wilson Cairns, is the uh like main writer for the Penny Dreadful British show. Got which it. I think is quite good. So I, never I haven't it. seen it. In any but case, yeah, I mean this, this one little... this one is shaggy. Yeah. It felt like a least. great great yeah. way to yeah. Well, and what that ended up doing was at the end it felt lackluster. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it felt like he exercised he either had less of a vision for this than he usually does yeah. for a movie or exercised less control over every aspect of the filmmaking yeah. than he usually does. I don't know which one, but But even so, he gets good performances out of his Anna actors. Taylor Joy's performance is great. And Thomas and McKenzie, yeah. both yeah. of them. For yeah. sure. And your your boy Matt Smith, he's Matt fine. Smith. Yeah, he's always <laughs> he, he good. doesn't have he's a fine. particularly challenging. Well, he doesn't have a challenging part. <laughs> no, he doesn't sure. have much to do. You still got to play it, Mart. Yeah. Mart. And so he gets good performances. His movies look really good. The one the, the weakness of this one was just the story. Yeah, and it yeah just needed a little bit of a a few more edits would have really helped it out. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's there's I mean I, maybe this is a very slight spoiler, but there's a bit of a chicane in the story, a twist if you will, and I feel like they expected it to land a lot harder than it actually did. It really <laughs> yeah. didn't. It was yeah. like okay, yeah, yeah, it was a total shrug, right. just like yeah, yeah all right, <laughs> kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, 
but yeah, there you go. Last night in Soho. You Actually, can, uh, in the I, this was an you expensive can, rental. You can rent it for twenty dollars. Yeah. Probably wait yeah. until it's four or five. In the spirit of what Mark was saying about that, I kind of saw it coming. Thing uh, invited the wife to watch this one with us. She declined after watching the trailer, and then when I told her what it was about, she was like, "I'm not actually going to watch the movie, so you can just tell me how it was." She was like, "Oh yeah, totally expected that." <laughs> oh yeah. From I mean, I we notoriously are hard on trailers because that's what they do. I didn't think this one was particularly spoilery in that it regard. It didn't seem like it until you watched the movie. <laughs> but yeah. Uh so anyway, whatever. It's it's good, it's far from great. Yeah. It is still a good movie. Definitely it's not just not much, it's not great. Yeah. yeah. Go watch Baby Driver again. Oh yeah. True. <laughs> yes. Uh any others that we think are going to be common? Uh, uh, Candyman? Yep, I watched Candyman. Uh, I did not watch. Nia didn't, didn't get Candyman. there. Yeah, this there. is not as bad as I, the internet led me to believe. So did the internet? This one. So okay, let me rephrase how I was going to say that. This one came out, and then I heard nothing, which is terrifying. Because normally that means it is a. I mean, certainly it was <laughs> See, also overhyped. Antebellum. This movie was certainly overhyped. Okay. And so I think a lot of people were disappointed by what it was after the hype that it had. I didn't even hear hate. Uh, that's worse. When I don't even hear people like ragging on a movie, that's yeah. worse. And yeah. I didn't hear shit. It, so, but it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's, yeah. it's unbelievably competently made. And it scratches the surface of exploring a lot of cool concepts and doesn't, and doesn't dive in. Any of them. Is it because they felt like they, it would take too long, do you think? I don't know. It's, t- it's, it's a still, tight movie. Oh, I was going to say, isn't it still two hours long? Yeah, it is it is a very tight movie. Like, if we're talking about how shaggy Last Night in Soho was, that is not a this description for Candyman. <laughs> this, is, this feels very tight, and it's tight in the way that it fits extremely well into the original Candyman words. Uh, and this is words. the thing, I think it did the coolest. <laughs> I can't remember right? what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oeuvre. Sure. Uh, well, I already used that word. I was trying to come up with something else, but I didn't want to use it. Just keep using it. Universe, whatever. Yeah. Um, th- like, where the original Candyman was, oh, like, God, playing with minutes. the idea of, like, white anxiety, and the villain is a scary black man, but who's actually yeah. not really, you know what I mean? All that kind of interesting stuff. This one's flipping <laughs> you know that what script. I mean? um, and playing with black anxiety in the modern era and like entire systems are the enemy right and that stuff is really cool but again not that deeply explored at least as far as i could tell well i mean for the record the villain has always been societal racism in the monsters that it creates totally absolutely right? yeah and they do a very good <laughs> job that of is, modernizing those concepts. yeah and that is exactly what they do here i i really liked this movie it's yeah. not in uh, look spoilers for the omnibus it's not gonna be in my top three but it's Probably in my top like six or seven for this year. It's up there. It's very, it's a, very, and it's it's I mean, a good movie. You can't criticize. You can't fault any aspect of the filmmaking. No, Nia DaCosta. <laughs> holy she shit, she runs a tight ship. <laughs> she does, and this was her directorial this is her debut. debut. Fucking hell. So yeah, I mean, beautiful shots throughout this movie. I think the most disappointing thing about this movie to me was it's clear that she has a lot of stuff to say about the process of storytelling, right? Like how stories are told, what that means for the people who tell them and the people who hear them. And she's got more to say about that than this movie presented. And I, honestly, I think the biggest sin that this movie has is being set in the Candyman universe. Totally. Uh, I might totally. be in the minority here, but Candyman has never been something that like really appeals to me, right? I think I've seen at this point, I don't know if I've seen Candyman 3, the, but I've definitely definitely seen 2. We reviewed 1 on this podcast, and well, now we're talking like, about the fourth one. I don't know that you could have made a Candyman that placated the Candyman fanatics out there. You know what I mean? I don't even know what those are people are there like. Candyman fanatics? Yes. Okay. I think. The thing is, I just, like, this doesn't feel, as someone who hasn't seen it, this doesn't feel like a movie that necessarily needed to be made that didn't stop me from being excited for it. Notably, I didn't see it. Yeah. I still... This am, might have been my am, top one from this year. I am going to. My most anticipated. I don't know that that's true. Um, I have that in my other document. We can revisit it in a second. But I would say this isn't a movie... You're right. This isn't a movie that needed to be 
remade or rebooted, but for me, it makes sense that this was what they circled it on. I mean, this yeah. is one of the like seminal black franchises, mm-hmm. and obviously, this is like Jordan Peele's production company, and he's helping give Nia Costa her, you know, her directorial Which debut. Is, so she deserves. <laughs> so that yeah, so that part makes sense. It's just the story has always been kind of a weird one within the within the realm of horror sure. itself. It's yeah. been kind of hard to tell because you can't. He's not a villain. I mean, he is a villain. He's absolutely a villain, and this is. One of the bloodier movies in the franchise, <laughs> sure. Um, but also, I don't know. It's it's just hard to, always hard to reconcile the actual direction that they're trying to take the thing in. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that you. I was less interested in seeing the the Candyman movie that this was to create than seeing a production that was backed pretty heartily by Peel, and then you see the directorial bit debut of DaCosta, like we talked about. So from what I'm hearing. There should be a lot of excitement for when she can get her hands on a 100%. totally new IP. Oh, I cannot wait for so, her to do another movie. That sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. One, and, and I recommend this movie. Yeah, I would too. I I would recommend I'm not, you see this. Not gonna watch it for yeah. sure. Um, Yaya Abdul Mateen. Fucking that dude. great job, man. <laughs> I'm not, I don't. I might have seen him in other stuff, but so far what I've seen him in is Candyman and The Watchmen Show, and that dude might be the best actor I've ever seen based on those two things. Well, <laughs> I'd still give it to if we're yeah. I mean, if we're talking even within the Jordan Peele verse, Jordan uh, Kaluuya, Daniel Kaluuya, Daniel Kaluuya. No, absolutely. I'm just like I've seen him in like two things, and both of those things were fan fucking. Yeah, and he. I mean, this is we we're talking about the easy job that Matt Smith has. This not is not an, an easy, easy role. Job. This is not an easy role. <laughs> Um, and effects wise, uh, it's light, but there's, there's some pretty solid body horror mixed into this sure. one that I, that 100%. I did like and did make me uncomfortable. I'm not a body horror guy. It, I mean, it should make you uncomfortable. You just have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and I'm not necessarily that. Jack, your, your most anticipated for this year was Soho. Oh, okay. Well. So at least you saw it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Other ones that might come up. Uh, the gin. Yeah. Oh, I, I watched, wait. Tell me, is this the one? Tell me what this one is. Uh, this, this is Toby is Hoopers, isn't it? The little kid whose mom kills herself and he makes a wish. He's mute. Oh, yeah. This is, I, I have not seen this one. Okay. I mean, I think his mom kills himself in the first six minutes I got, of the movie. I was really uninterested in this movie, so go ahead. Uh, this would cost 10 bucks on Amazon. Oh, God. Um, why did you do this to yourself? It was on my list. I wanted to see it. It's really good. It's better than I was expecting. The gin looks fucking great. The gin itself. Mm. Um, the only the the flaws with this movie are that the writing is just a little bit shallow, and also the acting. Like this is helmed by a kid playing a mute kid. I, I don't think the actor uh, is mute, but it's you know it's hard when you have a movie so dependent on a kid's acting, which this is like for the whole runtime. Uh, yeah. But it's a really good movie. I mean, I recommend it. Maybe wait until it comes down a lot in price. But this, sure. is, this is a good movie. Um, by all involved, just not great. Okay. Yeah. The gin. It's a gin. gin. It's a gin movie. Yeah. Which is D-D-I-N-N. now now we got confused when we did this one on HRR, which is probably my fault. Is this the Toby Hooper one, or was that one from like ten years? ago? I think ago? that one was from like ten years ago. This is okay. a 2021 gin movie. Okay. I. Yeah. Did you drink tonic while watching this? I did not. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the, Mark, did we talk about Gaia already on the podcast? We I did. Think we yeah. did. We okay. talked about that. That was the last one. I that think sure might happened. be shared. Uh, or the night house? No, there's Maybe the night house. I watched the night house. Oh hell yeah! We can talk about that, Mark. Um, no, I have not watched the night house. Yeah, let's talk about the night house. I absolutely loved this fucking movie. Oh <laughs> my god, I was blown away. Um, this is an interesting thing to watch. I don't know that I would say I love it. Rebecca I think Ferguson fucking kills it. I love 
her performance. Yep. Uh, and I love a lot of what this does from a visual standpoint. Yeah. And that's and it. The, you don't like the concept of it? The concept <laughs> um, is so cool. The, okay, broad strokes? Yeah, and I like the concept. And it feels like a concept that's based on a book. It's not based on a book, but it, like, I'm... Because sh- he hasn't read it. <laughs> Mark, wait, if I'm it going did somewhere. exist, he would have read somewhere, it. somewhere, Mark. If this were based on a book, I would say this feels almost impossible to translate to a like screen uh, to to a movie. But it's written to be a movie. The fuck did you just say, little kid? <laughs> okay. I feel like this movie is based on a book that doesn't exist, and if that book existed, it, it would, would be, be hard, hard to, to make... turn into yes. a movie. That's exactly it's a really what you said. hard concept to put onto film, like and make it cool, and they do that. Jake, is what he's. I haven't seen the movie. Does that make sense? The I think what. The way I would put that is the degree of difficulty here is high. Okay. <laughs> and they they land it, but they're stumbling a bit on that landing. Okay. Yeah. Um there, there's just there, there's, us, an, there's an there's an element here of I don't think they were trying to be like, look at how clever we are, but there's an element here that hits me like a little bit that way. <laughs> I kinda buy that. And yeah. and it just like the way the way that it when when the credits roll. I was left feeling a little bit like oh, I wish it didn't. It wasn't quite what it was. That being said, the ride to get there is interesting. It is really well executed from both like a, a pacing and an acting perspective. Like you are invested in the movie, and and ultimately to me, like the only thing that I was a little I took a little bit of issue with was how it executed the final piece of that puzzle. But it yeah. is a it is a good movie, and the the thing that's going to stand out to me the most is just. There are some really cool visuals here. There sure are. Uh, yeah. In relation to the house itself. Yeah. That's not too much of a spoiler. Okay. The, it's called the fucking night house. The house better look cool. And it does and cool it things with the house. Yeah. yeah. I guess I need to put it on my list. I, you, I would get it on your list. Where do you watch it? Was this a rental? Rental. A rental. Okay. Amazon. Um, one of the mid-range me. ones, five bucks. Or yeah. It was a right down the middle normal price. Yeah. Yeah. I have one I know is shared with Jack because he's already talked about it. Uh, Till Death threw that one on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the Megan Fox vehicle. Yeah. Uh, this is like Gerald's Game meets Hush. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's Gerald's Game meets Hush. We like both of those movies. And I like this the Hush movie part? as well. Sorry. Um, the, the home invasion-y kind of, you know. Siege mode type thing. Oh. Yeah. It's like. I don't recall that being a part of this. Okay, cool. Did you watch this? No, I but just when I talked about I, it. I, I well, he talked about it, and I'd forget all of that. So that might as well not have happened. Yeah, but this, watching this a trailer, be, I remember the trailer. If Gerald's game were a home invasion, that would be this. Kind of was right. Well, <laughs> spoilers, I guess, for Gerald's game. <laughs> <laughs> there was a dog. There's a moon man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the midnight man. Wait, isn't it midnight? I, midnight no man? I think I. Just, I don't know. Why no, it's the man. No, I think game. it's like the man with the moon for an eyes or something. <laughs> Whatever. The, for the and eyes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So if the if the elements of home invasion weren't in a, a specter of death, then sure. Okay. But look, this is tight and fun, and Megan Fox does a great job. I'm, like not fun in a you're laughing, but no, fun is a good descriptor of this movie. It's yeah. a good like action suspense movie. Oh totally. God, I don't know that I could think of a Megan Fox movie existing that wasn't supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. Okay, I, that, that seems like yeah, where she know. needs to fit. Jennifer's body, fun uh, transformers. So Those fun. are the only ones I know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm they're sure she. Did. <laughs> they're all fun. They're supposed to be fun. Yeah, it's Megan Fox. Yeah, and it's if she's is. doing something she does different, a very good job. Yeah, if she's doing something different than fun, and it is still good, then I think that's exceptional. But yeah. that doesn't sound like what we're talking about. So no. great, carry on. She does great. Um, and I guess just to round this all out, too, I also watched Old. I know, Jack, oh, you already shit. watched this yeah. as well. Why? <laughs> Based Aww. on my review of this. Um, well, because 
as is probably evident from Lady in the Water, whenever he that gets he, he likes bad Shyamalan movies. I will movies. basically watch any Shyamalan movie. I mean, really, the only Shyamalan movie I've ever seen that I didn't like was the He Who Must Not Be Named Airbender bullshit. <laughs> Fuck, that movie sucked. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to change the names of all of the characters. When this was already a television already show, we know how to pronounce these characters' names. I watched so the movie old <laughs> to bring this back. Rented it on Amazon. You can get this one's relatively Jack, cheap at this point. It came out in like it. July. I can tell you that. I had I had a lot of fun. It's this movie is a nightmare from a logical consistency okay. perspective. Oh yeah, it's so stupid. I was, my, yeah, this and, is one of the dumbest things I've. I was just all trying year. to prepare you. I thought you were going to be hit harder by the fact that he's eventually going to say he's. Oh thought no, it was great. no way. This is this has a lot of fun stuff going on. Okay. And yeah. the body horror is cool. For as much as Jack and I disagree on everything, I feel like <laughs> we. We kind of resonate on the same frequency. I just then say that I liked the movie, and he says that it sucks. But then <laughs> we say all of the same the things. Uh, this <laughs> this <laughs> movie's great. Mark this movie's it. great. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you like, literally, if you're the type of person who can turn your brain off and just watch a weird, like someone got way too high and wrote a script, then boy, do I have a movie for you. <laughs> But wow, what a, I'm, the, the kid! From I want to watch this with you guys so oh, bad, absolutely, so absolutely. so bad. The kid from Hereditary has such a job to acting job to do here, and I'm not going to say he nails it, but he gives it his all. And Thomas and McKenzie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, oh Fucking boy, this movie. <laughs> this is yeah. It's a weird one. The the, the big scary the, rocks. The cliffs have resonance. <laughs> yeah. There's magnets and coral. Coral. And... <laughs> Jesus Christ. This movie's so dumb, but it's... And sometimes you age a bunch and sometimes you don't. Yeah, I don't know. You age a bunch when you're not on screen. <laughs> there are there are clearly microbes on this beach because there's a body that decomposes at one point, but what the fuck are those microbes doing? They haven't evolved. You'd think they'd form their own like sentient race at this point, the, 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 from the amount of extra you know, aging they've done over the centuries. You cannot think about this movie for half of a second. And you shouldn't, even though you should watch it for the two hours of runtime that it is, whatever it's it is. It's way too fucking long. It is, it's way too long. Like, the... The yeah. ending's also so stupid. The end, I mean... <laughs> 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 all the all the best Shyamalan movies have that ten minutes at the end where he's like trying to explain how fucking to... genius the twist was the whole time, and this one does not fail to disappoint in that regard. And Ooh, it is boy. so so dumb, so yeah. dumb. Loved it. Don't okay. watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. <laughs> Loved it. Don't watch it. <laughs> Great. Uh, so I have two left on my list to talk about that we haven't covered yet. Mark. Uh, let's see here. I have at least two. I have more than that. Okay, then Jacob, throw go. one out there. Cool. I watched Broadcast Signal Intrusion. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, this was one that I watched because I thought Mark had watched it and said something good about it. So I totally manufactured was, that. For it was record. my top one from November or December. Yeah, this was actually the last movie of 2021 that I watched. Okay. Uh, I watched this last night because oh, nice. I was like, I thought Mark said this was good. I'm the trying to squeeze one more in. Basically, yeah, basically. Um, however, you, you, I think yours ended up being your movie of the year, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was my number three because oh, it was shit. the third 2021 um, movie or 2019 movie I'd watched. Or you want to know something that's really funny? What? This is, it's not going to be number, okay. my number three. It's going to be not in my top three at all. <laughs> um, this, this is still an interesting movie that i think both of you would find some level of joy in so well, if you were pause, hum- pause for a second so just i haven't seen it i'm going purely off the trailer so i'm just going to recount the synopsis that i'm thinking <clears throat> uh but it doesn't count as spoilers if i get any of this right because i'm just going off of what we've already sure it's in about. the trailer yeah this is a, does Ma- it do this this is like max headroom style 
that's the broadcast signal intrusion, but it's tied to a kidnapping murder mystery. Exactly. And it's a person who becomes fascinated with that broadcast signal intrusion and trying to solve the mystery, and then that gets him wound into the web of these serial killers and kidnappers. I love that you just gave the synopsis. That is accurate, and I was going to say something along those lines, so I didn't have to do it, and nice. I appreciate that. Double good. Uh, that's what happens in this movie. Okay. That's what it's about, and what I was going to say is that it's an interesting mixture of of really well-done, creepy broadcast signal intrusions. I don't even want to call those. The intrusions? Let's call them the intrusions. Okay. Those call B- are... Call them BSIs. Those are fucking awesome. Like if <laughs> you're the, the best. If, so you're, cool, if you're the type of person that likes that shit, like the Max Headroom shit, this... <laughs> I am... It has, like, the, a bunch of that. If you're the type of person on your MySpace profile, uh, you say, likes, yeah. number one, broadcast signal This intrusions. guy right here, I am obsessed <laughs> with the Max. I want people to make... Yeah. I know we don't... Like, there's nothing to know about it, really, but yeah. I want to read a full book about yeah. the Max. So, so this this is like that, and it has several of them. I so the whole idea that. is it's yes. like this guy that, like... This guy loves this stuff. It's, it's, so this takes place in the 90s, like yeah. the late 90s, okay. and this is a thing where, like, he sees one of them, and it grabs him, it grips him, right? And he comes to find out that there are apparently more of these in the same intrusion style. So there were several in a series of intrusions that had happened over the course of, like four or five years in the 80s and as he learns more and gets enveloped in it he learns that they were corresponding with kidnapping slash people that have been missing since x y or z year right and to not give too much away it it really it has a reason for going in the direction it goes but it goes in kind of like a gum shoesy detective work he's not a detective but it has that feeling like on lockdown like Smoking a cigar, there's the kind of morose horns music playing in the background in a dark, dimly lit room, and they're like talking like this is he's talking. Are there are there any are there any? See what you got to do is you got to go over here and talk to this guy. (laughs) Like it's it's that like level of kind of ham fistedness to parts of this that mixed with how creepy the intrusions are. It didn't feel like it meshed well enough. Okay. So right now you're said, describing a movie that is like a ten out of ten for me. Well, that that I being said, <laughs> that being said, both of you would probably find enough to like here for me to recommend it. How did you watch? it? I don't think it's for a ton of people. Okay. Uh, this is this is a genre film for genre film fans for sure. Uh, I think this is another Amazon rental. Yeah. It might it might have been YouTube actually. But rental, well, somewhere. rental. It's a it was a four dollar rental. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I watched it last night. Nice. I like it. Merry Christmas. Christmas night, broadcast signal intrusion. <laughs> that, Did you watch it with your lovely wife? God, no. Okay. <laughs> no. I watched The Night. <laughs> okay. What is this, this one? one? This, this one. That's a bad title. Uh, yeah, this is a bad title. This is uh, my top one from January of 2021, so almost a full year ago. Oh, God. This was, you're probably, you might remember it when we get there. This looked good at the time, and we were all, like, smitten about it, and then I completely forgot because The Night is not a good name. And yeah, was still on I don't remember anything about this movie. Um, This is a, and I want to say Iranian couple uh, that are kind of lost and driving around, and their car runs out of gas and whatever. They got to stop for the night, so they stay in this hotel. Oh, Oh. Yeah. That was great. It was, okay, so... Very solid it? movie. Very like this to, to get to the punchline quickly. It's a solid movie. There's one sequence that is fucking fantastic, <laughs> but also it's one of those movies that like you've basically seen this before. Sure, sure. It's just a haunted hotel. I mean, like 
there's the you know the ghosts want you to confess your past sins. How many times have we seen that exact narrative structure? Many, 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 many. many. So it's not doing anything new from a narrative standpoint. If you're gonna watch this, it's probably for either because you really like that genre and it actually has been a minute since something like that has come out. Um, and B because there's some interesting scares mixed in here. And to that point, it's solid. There's some good scares here. And like I said, one of these sequences is really fucking cool and impressive. But outside of that, I mean, it's like a six out of 10. I don't know. It's sure. it's not a strong recommend, but if you like a slower burn haunted house type movie, uh, that probably won't surprise you too much, but could give you some good scares. The night. And I bet cool to see a Persian movie of this ilk. So it's, I, I mean, there is a substantial amount of, I actually believe the language is Farsi, right? That's yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know that's what this is in, but that is a language. This is in Farsi, if I cool. remember correctly, and I don't know if I'm crossing streams a little bit with the regions that the people are from. I but... remember a movie that came out recently that I was like, oh, I'm interested to watch a movie that's in Farsi, because I looked it up because I wasn't sure either. Was and it this? I think Wikipedia it was probably says Persian. This. All right, well, my, my, is that my a sincerest language? apologies. I truly don't know. I Maybe it's a dialect? I they're, don't know. They're a Persian couple, definitely. Yes. Um, and it's I also known by its endonym Farsi. So okay. Great. Okay. Fine. So they're speaking Farsi, um, but I, it's set in Los Angeles, I think. Okay. Um, and there is substantial chunks of the movie that yeah. are in English. So it's, it's a bilingual yeah. movie, yeah. Uh, which was one of the things we commented on at HR at the time is like, it's kind of interesting to watch movies where yeah. you're speaking English to other people, but then with your, when you're with your family, you're speaking your primary language, uh, which yeah. is an interesting thing that, you know, most families in the United, not most, but many families in the United States have. Um, so that, that was a cool aspect of it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately it didn't bring a huge amount of new narrative structure to the table, which is what I usually look for in transcendent movies. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jack, your turn. Okay. Uh, I watched lamb. Oh. This is the a 24 <laughs> movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wanted to watch film. this. You should watch it. Yeah. Oh, I bullshit. Loved this movie. I never got Sucks. there. Mark, did you, you watch it? Fucking, no. Mark, you would fucking hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I would like it. <laughs> yeah. You would. Like yeah. It. This Woo! movie is, Super quiet, super contemplative. It's beautiful. Yep. It is resonant, and I I don't think any horror movie has ever made me cry as much as this movie made me cry. Oh, God. I th- I remember thinking this would be, in a weird way, in an A24's way, fun, and you guys berated me. Sounds like you were right for doing it that. It is not fun. <laughs> no part of this movie is any fun at all. But wait, Love wait, it. Wait. Is it fun in an A24-ish way? No. <laughs> that is dark and depressing and quiet. Yeah. Fun in the way that not at all fun. There's like a German nihilist giggling to himself in the corner. Man, this movie was, uh, this might be the most profound impact a movie had on me this year. This oh my, pretty, wow. It, I was so, I was crying so hard watching this thing. You're about to cry right now. Yes. Oh my God. It's sad. <laughs> oh but it's God. also really well done. Okay. It's fucking beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And it is, contemplative like in the way that like it's quiet makes you think about yourself and the world in which you like it's this is a good movie i loved it <laughs> and mark you should not watch mark it. you would not like this movie <laughs> no i wouldn't fucking i the more we talk about a24 the more i just am never gonna watch one of their movies i mean hereditary is a24 that's true Fuck. Yeah, okay. suck <laughs> it, mark's good. they're great the, uh, so now we've talked about how jack and i overlap on movies and this is where jack how and jack jake and jake overlap, overlap <laughs> no i think movies. we all overlap on certain things uh, yeah yeah our, this is where we, we have overlap. to do our venn diagram at some point for sure but Anyway, I watched Lamb. I loved it. I have one more to talk about. I can go now. I can go later. Uh, I rented this. On Snake, it. Prime. Snake it. Snake it. Snake okay. it. So back to Jake. Oh, no, back to Mark. That's a confusing. No, it would be you. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the, the last I made the snake. I determined the snake. Uh, the Deep House. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, right oh, at the Sunday cool. Amazon Prime. This was my top one of whatever month that so, was. I think it was October. I think the primary question after watching that trailer would was, would this have the oomph to get through a 90-ish minutes? Yes, and it does. Huh, okay. This is, I mean, Ken, like we described it in the trailer as like, this is a haunted house but set underwater. And that's, that's what, it is. what it is. And uh-huh. they do a damn good job of making this a haunted house but set underwater. It's also found footage. Um, I just don't know how, like, how or why you even need to do that. It's creepy enough. That it's down there. It's so good, dude. I, would that? It would be weird to not have that be found footage. Yes, oh yeah, would. I agree with that. Okay. <laughs> it would. Uh, I, I'm the, talking the more only about way the haunted house underwater. I'm not talking about the found the, footage. The yes. worst okay. aspect of this movie is that they have a submarine drone filming them that he controls with like a glitch style wrist control unit. And Lovely. That is maddening. It makes no fucking sense <laughs> at all, and they use it all the time. But yeah. the rest of this movie, the haunted house parts are super cool. It's scarier that it's underwater. They use that well, and it's. It's an underwater haunted house movie and it holds the fuck up. Okay. I don't think I it's 90 watch minutes. It. I also think it's like 88 minutes. Or I want to watch it too. I definitely want to yeah. watch this. Let's watch it together at some point. Okay. Yay. Cool. Yeah. No, this movie's a fun one. Do you see how much he doesn't want to watch it with me? <laughs> I just said okay. Yeah, but you said it monotone. Oh, I, want, I, want, and, I want to talk about this wrist control unit for their submarine camera you looked drone. looked down. It was sad for me. Okay, Jake, you go next. Yeah, I do get to go next. Hell. Wait, oh, I don't know that you do. I thought we were snaking. Yeah. This, he never... He said snake that starts with... Oh, shit. No, Mark's right. It's Mark. This is meaningless. (laughs) (laughs) This is really good for the listener because they don't know how we're sitting at this table. I mean, they could piece it together. No, they're right. Also, they don't have to see how we're sitting because they already know what order we've gone in. And then you said They can't understand the reasoning that I had, which was dumb, mind you. You didn't have any reasoning. No, I did. It's just dumb. Go, Mark. I don't want to. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> You're difficult are to you, be around. Are you telling me you want to die because of my ordering system? Yeah. You should go. <laughs> There's someone inside your house. Okay. Another movie that has a terrible name. Terrible name. This is Netflix. Yeah. Um, we are we still can, here. We can be pretty quick with this one. It it's is solid. a high school slasher. So heavy on the drama, heavy yep. on the slasherings. Yep. If that sounds like it appeals to you, like it does to me, you're getting you're getting face value. This is this is a high standard ass high school slasher. Okay, does everything I, exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Very straightforward. Right I mean, right down it, the middle. It it it's in that same like trajectory where you're guessing between like probably two or three characters at the end, which one's the killer, and then there's the dramatic sure. mask revealing scene. Um, it's like the sixty mile the an hour fastball. Uh, the mask's fine. Okay. I don't know. It's like, eh, it's solid. It's Six, not... 60s. Mid-60s. Mid-60s. Uh, yeah. Look, the world... I, Very I hittable. I am definitely like the high school slasher guy on this cast, and oh, I'll basically yes. watch any of them that you throw at me, and I watched this one, and I enjoyed it. It was a nice romp. Sure. Very, very easy watch, easy. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a turn your brain off, don't mm-hmm. think too hard about it type uh-huh. of movie experience. How'd you watch it? Netflix. Okay. Uh-huh. Of the two that I have, are you, are you prepared for me to move on? Wait, I'm you have re- two left? I have two. I have none left. Yeah. That's how it goes you sometimes. You did a terrible job Well, actually, this. no, 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 no. This is going to work out relatively well because he'll snake. Yeah. Twice. Yes. I have at least one more. I might have two more. Great. It's going to be fine, I Jack. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I'm freaking out. Because I actually it's forget about fun. one of mine you've also watched. And I can't remember what you said, so you can jib-jab with me a little bit, okay? Okay. You'll be involved. Uh, okay, so my first one is Boys from County Hill. I have four left. 
Let's see. He did a terrible job. <laughs> I have Boys from County Hell. I watched this one like a week ago. Fuck yeah, Boys from County Boys Hell. Boys from County Hell is a really fun movie. Yeah, um, it, is. it I actually think it does more... It It's more interesting in how it does the vampire thing than I thought it could be. But that being said, it's not like you're watching this movie and blown away by how interestingly it is doing the vampire thing, if that makes sense. It's just like a nice wrinkle. Right. Okay. It's a nice wrinkle. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, it's boys. It, the name says it all. I think we've all watched the trailer and it kind of landed as like you got these group of like just, you know, 20 somethings listless in Ireland that drink a lot. And like you have a vampire problem. That sounds right to me. Yeah, and that's not it's not far off from Shaun of the Dead. Totally. Like, I, and it is nowhere near Shaun of the Dead. It doesn't reach those heights, in my opinion. But from a narrative like. Right. What, what but the, it the is the a good comparison. It is a good comparison because you kind of have those same general topics pop up right like what are we actually doing with our lives look at where we're living like how's this going to go from here you have some other things that i don't want to mention because it could get into spoilery territory but i like some of the elements of how it did the vampire thing rock and soundtrack irish dudes and a vampire gotta love that like gotta love irish dudes i mean yeah you do Uh they're fun they drink a lot aaron go bra baby (laughs) aaron go bra uh that's really all i have to say about this one jack you should watch it okay you should I like it. You would very much like this movie. How did you watch it? This was a shutter. This is on Ooh, shutter. Ooh, yeah. shutter. Nice. Yeah. I need to I need to pause for a second and make sure that this wasn't one of my recommendations to Jake for the end of the year. <laughs> I think it was. Anyways. Well, I mean, we're not gonna know until we know. Just don't say this is your recommendation for the end of the year now and spoil it. Like a couple with something else. Well, I need to change it, it if it is. Oh, you're saying the boys yeah. from County Hell. My bad. I thought you were talking about the one you're about to talk about. Heavens. Uh, no, this is definitely not a recommendation to you. Earlier, I said that I watched a movie that was exactly paint by numbers, oh. like the most tropey movie yes, you, you did. could I possibly that. watch. That was, how long have we been recording? An hour and a half ago? <laughs> We're at 50 minutes. Oh, 57 <laughs> minutes. Oh, we won't get in under an hour. We said an hour. It's close. Behind the Sightings. Um, oh, dude. This is a, air quotes, 2021 movie that came out in 2016, I think, but then like wasn't available. I don't, I don't fucking understand the release here, but they did put it back out for VOD release this year. So I'm counting it as 2021. Yes. This is, uh, for those of you who were paying attention to the news like five years ago, you'll remember <laughs> that there was this like outbreak of people dressed as clowns just being ominous in the background of places. And I think there was really two incidents, and then like one third guy read about those and did it also. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, there was like some copycats maybe, and the brilliant filmmakers behind behind the sightings decided to be like, what would what if they were a murderous clown cult? You know. Um, and then they made one of the most tropey found footage movies where really the only difference between this and umpteen others is that they're chasing a bunch of clowns. You have, you, you have the beginning that says here is their found footage presented without sound effects, unedited and without sound effects. You have, um, the expert who warns you not to dig too deep because you're getting yourself into danger. You have multiple people who question, including the filmmakers themselves, who question why the camera is on throughout the entire movie, including yeah. the people who are running the camera. Uh, you have Wait, they're like, hold on, why am I filming right now? Yep. Love it. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have the unnecessary inclusion that the wife is pregnant halfway through the movie. Yep. That one's a good one. It's supposed to build depth. You're supposed to care because they have to be there for the birth of their child. And then you have the B-roll where when I said earlier that it wasn't presented edited, they edit the hell out of this thing (laughs) and throw in a bunch of scenes where they're like trying to make sure that you know that there's chemistry between the husband and wife duo that are making the thing. Just presented unedited record scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
again, presented at face value, if you want a found footage movie about hunting clowns in the backwoods, <laughs> that's what this is. Hunting backwoods clowns. <laughs> um, it's it, If you're chlorophobic, this is creepy. Uh, if you're not, then this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so this was dumb to you and very creepy to your wife? She's mostly gotten past her chlorophobia. Ah, actually, did yeah. she watch this with you? No. Okay. No, I so watched this while she her working. opinion. Unfortunate for us. Unfortunate. I'm going to move on to the next thing, which because you're done, right, Jack? Oh, yeah. Buddy. Okay, so the, sca- the snake has now snaked back to me. I this love it. This snake is a full on Ouroboric nightmare. It's a serpent slumbering. <laughs> no, Ouroboros are just circles. This is this is like the snake that you used to play on your Nokia. No, it bit itself in half and then started no. eating different pieces. No, of no, it's popping up where it wants. It's a serpent slumbering below. Oh, it's Earth. a tremor. No, it's kind of a graboid. Popping up wherever it wants. I watched Prisoners of the Ghost. He who walks behind the rose. Prisoners of the Ghost. Oh, fun! Exploding crotch. Nick Cage and notably Scion Sono. We got we got chewed out on Reddit by some gatekeeper weirdo for not mentioning that Scion Sono. So I guess I'm going to throw that out there. But the director who is the director? Yeah. So what else has that person done? A bunch of Japanese horror movies. Actually, so the one that I have on my I mean that's cool. Like very cool. Where I'm not super deep on J horror, so it's right. Did we get chewed out, or was it just like, hey, you should check out that person? I, I believe the original comment was, I can't believe you mentioned uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland without saying that it was Scion Sono. On Reddit? No. I, I thought you yeah. guys How were horror you? fans. Oh, okay. And then we didn't <laughs> respond to the comment. And then like literally like 45 minutes later, they were like, oh, I guess you can't take criticism then, huh? Oh, I love it. <laughs> it was it was weird. It was very weird. Oh, yeah. You guys responded to every comment on here except for mine. <laughs> had, I remember that. Yeah. Reddit yeah. fights. Yeah, it's good content. <laughs> person was an idiot, but whatever. <laughs> We can't uh, even post on Reddit anymore. So Cyan, that's fine. Cyan Sono is a fuck. I did look into it after that comment, so whatever. I guess mission accomplished. Probably like one of our patrons. Cyan Sono's a weird fucking director. We will probably end up watching Cold Fish at some point because that's his most popular movie, and I'm intrigued after watching Prisoners. If okay, I, here's what I'll say. Uh, in the last few years, Nicolas Cage has really leaned into the insane manic dumb energy that is Nicolas Cage which I'm fully on board for that's what he should do and I'm fully on board for that too and frankly I've walked away from most of his movies being like I really wish there was more just explosive Nicolas Cage being crazy bullshit um, and turns out he really just needed Scion Sono to unlock some of that shit okay uh, this is the, the other thing about this though is like he needs He's he's a sore thumb in a lot of his movies, where like the rest of the actors can't match his energy, so he's just like a weird person who's also can't in match it. His energy. The rest of the actors are acting and behaving like human beings, which is sort of why Mandy works. <laughs> so maybe that's why he's, he's great in a way. <laughs> which yeah, well, so that's sort of why Mandy works because it's a one man show. It's sort of why Willie's Wonderland works because he doesn't talk and it's just insane violence throughout sure. the entire thing. Um, and that's why Prisoners of the Ghostland works as well as it does, is because. Every aspect of this film is the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, within the realm of like outside of Dadaism or whatever. Like it's not it's, it's not, not Unchien Andalou. Right. It's not outright deconstructionist cinema or anything like that. Like it's still a narrative that's being presented, but it's just like Samurai Western with fireworks and coordinated dances. And this is, if he stops running less than fifty miles an hour, the bomb in his crotch is going to go off. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And spoiler alert: <laughs> yeah. he has like five bombs on his body at the end of the movie. Like four of them. So this have gone is the off. movie. Yeah. You you write this movie when you've taken like <laughs> a couple hits of speed. speed. 
I was I was just gonna say it's when you take yeah. a couple hits or of speed. Speed makes crank too high voltage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it, those sorts of drugs and write this script. Starring, starring Nick Nicolas Cage. <laughs> starring the man who was always meant to star in Speed. Uh, so if you want yeah. to watch the most yeah. like tallywhacker bonkers nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Prisoners in the Ghostland. It is absolutely fucking weird and energetic. Would either of us like it? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put out, put out a pretty solid no. Okay. Cool. But I do think that I have this zero would be, interest. I I would recommend this to like a lot of my horror fans from or horror friends from work who are also looking for like weird recommendations from time to time. All okay. right. All right. Uh, you enough. got you guys have different opinions on what you want from it. See earlier conversation about Venn diagrams. This is this is my part of the Venn diagram that doesn't overlap with you guys. <laughs> like me with body horror. <laughs> well, and me with body horror. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying I love body horror. Neither of you guys like it. That's my thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have any more, Jake? Or I have one it? more. This is okay. the one that Jack might be able to jib-jab with. Well, he could if he wants jib-jab. to. Jib-jab. So I don't remember you talking about this uh, in the earth. Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched this like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, this is the companion piece to Gaia that neither Jack or I watched. <laughs> neither of you watched it. Jack did watch this. I did watch it. And oh, you talked about it at okay, some point. I, I don't I, remember I do, you talking I about it. I think I talked about it. Let's act like you didn't so okay. we can have fun. Because um, I don't remember <laughs> yes, anything about this. So uh, this is a movie that came out. It was it was conceived of during, like, we're talking initial pandemic movie conception here, right? Yes. And it comes out and it, ha- it has absolutely, like, it, ha- it has pandemic like tips of the cap. I'm trying to think of the right way For to describe sure. it, I mean, but like, it's going in a direction that is not like this is a pandemic movie per se. Like we're all in lockdown, like uh, whatever the one we call watched was called. Yeah. It, I forget the fucking uh, name. Yeah. That's a bad name. Um, the, the, I mean, <laughs> it the, is the, a bad name. This, like this, this starts with the protagonist going to like, there's experimentation in a, what town outside of England, outskirts of England somewhere. It's like out of Bristol, yeah, but Bristol, so right. there, there is, there are nods to a disease that is happening right. and they're going to go to like a lab and like look at some stuff and it's like tangentially connected, but yeah. they get out there. This is a really weird movie. Yes, it is. And the pacing is up and down. <laughs> it goes in, in a, a, a yes. And I think that was totally intentional. I, so, I think so too. um, the thing with this movie is that you almost have like two totally different movies put to almost three different movies put together. You have like, the inklings at the beginning of a people getting fucked with in the woods movie that yep. almost immediately slips into just you've been captured sort of like torture-ish it, thing. Yeah, it hints at that at best. <laughs> yeah, it, it does at best. And then it gets into full-on psychotropic meltdown mode. Sure. Which is the rest of the movie. This movie caused me significant amount of physical, of physical pain. Uh, I had... <laughs> I No, I, I legitimately had difficulty watching this movie. Um, I have some light sensitivity, and I don't know okay. why that is. Uh, it has a I warning. I, yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> the joke you always make is the real answer. Because I have CT. Um, so here's the thing. I had to do some fast-forwarding through elements of this, where the the strobing effect was yeah. It didn't was have any physical effect on me, but it's not pleasant to it, watch. It literally made my head feel hot. Yeah, it's not pleasant to behold. Um, my head feel hot. It hurt. It hurt. In a very specific way, but this so this is an interesting movie though. Still, like I liked it, but it is a it's another one of those like this is a genre film made for genre film fans that I don't know who I'd recommend it to outside of someone who's seeking something deep. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what else is there to say? Like, Not much. It's 
It has some cool physical effects. It does have cool practical. The the, the pacing of this movie, combined with the un, just physical unpleasantness to watch, made me like, I don't want to recommend this movie. Yeah. I, Which is what I remember the, saying. The thing it. that's interesting about it is that I have seen this mentioned among like the better films of 2021, and okay. all of the trappings of a movie that I would like are there. So I wasn't sure if it was hitting me unnecessarily harshly due to the fact that I just had an issue with my physical ability to watch it. I didn't like it either. I mean, I don't know that it adds anything to the movie. The way, like, I agree with you that the pacing felt intentional, and it adds to this like just kind of constant discomfort the movie's presenting you with. But the unpleasantness to watch doesn't serve the same purpose. It's just annoying. It's like when filmmakers use the tinnitus sound real bad, and it gives me real bad tinnitus. Yeah, all, all it does is aggravate. It is actually, it is, it is exact. It's a lot like that too, yeah. because they justify it w- without getting spoilery. You're like, we're yeah. trying to dance around a lot here, yeah, yeah. but like they justify the reasoning for having like all of the elements that end up being painful. Yeah, but it makes it painful. <laughs> so right. yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but if you know, I forget the name of it. Nicholas. I can't remember his first name. No Weeding or something. I can't remember his last name. Apparently, right now, CTE. Uh, in any case, <laughs> this is uh, Wheatley. Is that his last name? Sounds right. Jesus Christ. Doesn't I matter. It's British. You're just I, saying. I souls. would recommend. I mean, they're words. Give me credit. I would recommend this movie to very specific people, but outside of that, it was one that I just wished I liked more than I do. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm going I, out on a bit of a meek note. But... I, I don't recommend it. I remember, I remember when this was released, the general consensus was that it was highly disappointing. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I've seen a bunch of things that are like, oh, this is like one of the better movies that came out. Oh. Either way. Okay. I don't, I don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lastly, well, technically I have like one and a half. Ben more. Wheatley. There you go. Nice. Um, I'll start by saying this. This is a really fast one. I'm in the middle of Hellbound. That ja- uh, Korean. Yeah, Korean. Thank you. Uh, oh, that fucking garbage CGI You guys thing? fucking hated the trailer for it. I didn't hate it. the trailer. I, I just hate, hated I, the thing monster. I hated it. Um, I am fucking entranced by this thing. It's so it's so interesting and weird. Is it fun? Is it funny? Is it good? Like, what what it's, kind of vibe is it? It's Shyamalan. Actually, weirdly more dramatic than I thought it was gonna be. Uh, and it's kind of playing on like this weird cult that has like demonstrable proof of God existing, and then what happens as a result of that. Um, not done with it yet, so I'll I'll provide my actual thoughts when I'm finished with the final episode on the next episode that you probably hear in March. Um, <laughs> the actual last movie that I watched was Escape Room Two: Tournament, Tournament of, of Champions. Champions. <laughs> oh God, good for you. Um, this was by far the best dumb movie I watched in 2021. <laughs> uh, they spend so much time on flashbacks to the original movie. I guess because they think that the original story is that important and hard to follow. <laughs> Uh, which escape room, but horror, (laughs) but which should tell you, like they think that the things that have happened to their characters are way more poignant and hard to describe than they are. The best stupid fun movies are the ones the filmmakers took seriously. Exactly. So they're taking it very seriously. They're clearly turning this. Look, if you saw the first one, the, this one ends the exact same way. There was no chance this wasn't developed as a franchise from the start. Yeah, there is going to be at least three more of these We movies. can't buy this movie until you give us three more scripts along with this first one. Then right. we'll pay for the first one. And you know what? I'm here for it. I am along <laughs> for this ride. It's it's the new Saw. It's dumb. And halfway through, they decided to say, hey, one of these characters can't feel pain. <laughs> because she's a Bond villain, I guess. I don't know. She's Sipa? Sure. Sipa. The congenital insensitivity to pain? Yeah. 
Okay. That would I've be never one heard reason. of that. I, I, I don't think they give... One in 10 million disease or something. Like, it never fucking happens. Well, hmm. I mean, one in 10 million. There's 7 billion people on this planet. I don't know the number. It's super rare. Okay. There was an episode of House about it, I think. Oh, it's probably <laughs> less rare than that. Uh, Whatever. Go fucking see this movie. It's fun as hell. Um, I mean, if you like dumb, dumb horror that you don't have to pay attention to. I feel like most of the things I've weighed in on that, that I've... Tail, I've backloaded in 2021 are just stupid bullshit that I can throw on. That's not but, a bad play. No, it's not. I think uh, that's good. And I mean, if you're keeping track of all of the ones that we've recommended so far, this would be probably the top of my recommends okay. as far as like general horror slasher dumb fun type shit goes. 20 cases of SIPA have been reported in scientific literature. So I was a little off on my estimate. A little yeah, off. Yeah, a little. Just a little slightly, off. Slightly off. <laughs> Uh, and that is it. Any questions for me on this? Is, uh, no, know, I have zero questions. I'm, 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 I understand. I'm, I feel like I know exactly what this movie is. I'm open to answer any questions you guys could have on this very complex topic. <laughs> Nothing? I need to pee. Okay. With that, this has been, I think, the 40th episode of the A to Z HPCPFPP. We would like to thank you once more for being a patron of ours, and we're thrilled or to not. keep providing you this yeah, bonus content. Hey, on that note, this has been a little bonus of exactly. what we do on the podcast when we can do them. Also, I haven't tabulated the final amounts yet, but uh, because of our uh, awesome patrons, we are going to be able to donate upwards of $400 to Feeding America this year. So that's awesome. Thank so you that's very much. pretty cool. And if you're hearing this for the first time as a non-patron member, just keep that in mind that we do provide a few bonus casts a year that you would have access to at a certain tier level. And any of the money that you're sending us will eventually go to Feeding America, um, as well as helping us, you know, host this podcast and all that fun stuff. So neat. Let us know what you think by sending us a comment through Patreon or through Reddit or through our email, whatever. You guys probably know how to reach us at this point. The outro music you're hearing right now is brought to you by Super Bear. Again, you know how to spell it because we make this joke every week for the last five years. You can find them on SoundCloud. I'm pretty sure we link them below in the description. We usually intend to. It doesn't always happen. Until some amount of time from now, grab some beers, vote on our polls so we can shame whoever loses our beers for fears bets, and have a great amount of time everybody <laughs> insert amount of time here <laughs> yeah do it post Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Patron Cast Pod for Patreon patrons or the A to Z HFPP for short. No. If... Did I say it wrong? No, no you said it right. You said, no, you always said A to Z. You missed like four letters. Oh. <laughs> do it again. 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs>